This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detail along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, and all our Oakland Hardulas talking text line. Lead writer for Sports Illustrated, Saints Volume, John Hendricks, who also is the host for Boot Crew Media. John, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it as always. Hope you're having a great day. We try and we try. And uh, John, uh, th- these are my thoughts. I, I want to get yours on this. That when you look at areas to upgrade in the off season, it's got to be offensive line, defensive line. But I'm never going to pass up a quarterback that I think could carry my franchise. So I think that always has to come into play. And it doesn't matter if I have the offensive line now. Or later, man, uh, we didn't know about the offensive line for Kansas City when they picked Mahomes. Nobody knew about the offensive line when they picked Josh Allen. Uh, Nobody knew about the offensive line with the Ravens when they picked Lamar Jackson. And offensive line for the Texans when they picked C.J. Stroud. I think quarterback oversights everything as far as personnel is concerned. But other than the quarterback position, and that's a big other than – Offensive and defensive lines, to me, those are the areas this team has to get better at. you got to win in the trenches. Yeah, no, I agree. And the Saints' philosophy is to build within the trenches. And so I think that's where they have to start here. And look, you look at their rushing attack. I think that's part of where you would start. They were 31st in yards per carry. They were 21st overall in their rushing attack. It just wasn't good, right? And so I know – Doug Barone did a nice job. They did some things with the veterans. You know, this stuff with Trevor Penning has to deal with. It has to be worked out. But, you know, uh, and you're worried about Ryan Ramchuk's future, although Mickey Loomis was pretty optimistic when he was asked today about him. Um, but, you know, I, I think that you got to look at a free agent or two when it comes to either that left side on the offensive tackle or, or guard position, something that's going to get – a little bit more stability there. And, and look, because this isn't a draft where you go in and say, I'm going to take the, the D2 school who's got all the raw upside talent. I mean, you need guys Pass that can play on that. now. <laughs> you need guys that is going to be able to play now. And, and that's really the biggest challenge for them is they got to hold off a little bit of resistance and get the things that this team needs. But, you know, I, I think that they've got to build within one of the trenches. And, and look, interior wasn't pretty bad. It wasn't that bad. You know, I think Brazil was – an outstanding pick, but, you know, they've got to look at that, and that's how they're going to start building this draft. Now, John, I was asking uh, the fans, uh, you know, who that nation, uh, w- would this be acceptable? Because everybody wants to be Super Bowl champs, 
And, you know, we always say this, every year at least six to eight coaches get fired. Who knows? When all said and done, it might even be more than eight this year. But everybody wants to win. Everybody can't win. And you look, uh, you know, you toss out like the Ravens of 49ers. And, you know, we were breaking down the season. And it's basically almost over. And everyone, they either either like seven and eight or eight and seven to close out the season. Now, the question I have for you, and um, and not, not a lot of fans, you know, they're not realistic sometimes. Uh, they think, oh, no, it's championship or bust. But where we're we at right now? And I was saying, let's say the next three years, John, that they would be in the situation uh, like the Buccaneers. Okay, look at Tampa Bay. They were 9-8, and eight, but they won the NFC South. They hosted a home game, and they won. Now they're in the Final Four in the NFC. <laughs> now, I think out of the eight teams remaining, AFC and NFC, I think the Buccaneers are the least likely to be Super Bowl champs. I would be surprised if they went at Detroit. But let's say that you would get to this position where Tampa Bay's at, and then you're in that Final Four and you would lose like three straight years. Uh, I think then you won't see any changes for sure. Now, other teams, look what happened with Philly. When Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl and what two years later he got Look fired. what happened to Andy before him. Yeah, so, I mean, it depends how your organization is. But I think within the Saints, that Mickey Loomis and the Saints, now maybe they think uh, that the Huda Nation wouldn't be that – but once you win a Super Bowl, it wouldn't be that demanding – but 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 I think that if that would occur, uh, it's going to be status quo. Even though uh, Tampa Bay not win anything, but look where they're at right now. They're still playing and they're going at Detroit, but they won that uh, home playoff game and won the NFC South. Yeah, look, all you need to do is get into the dance. It really doesn't matter how you get into it. And look, I think the most thing, that, the best thing to appreciate about what we saw all over Wild Card Weekend are teams like the Texans beating the upstart Browns team, or you know, seeing the Bucks upset the the the, uh, the Eagles or Eagles, the Cowboys yeah. losing too. I mean, this is this is why you just need to get in, right? It doesn't matter because your record is meaningless once you get into the postseason. Now, of course, if you get the first round by, that matters a lot. But look, this is a team that has gone without a playoff drought for three years now, and there's nothing to feel good about finishing 9-8 and eight when you don't get in the postseason. There's just no moral victory, and Mickey Loomis said that today to us, that, you know, you, it's playoffs or bust, and all you need is to get a chance in there. You could host a, a, at least one game, and, and who knows what's going to happen, but just to get back in the playoffs would be really big for this Saints team. They've got to get find a way to get there. I know that some of these veterans are, are just chomping at the bit to get there, um, but you think of guys like DeMario and Cam and, and some of the other veterans that have been around this team, they just want to get in. And, and there's a lot of work to do, but you want to be playing your best football in December and beyond. And I thought the Saints, if they could get in, that they would have been a really scary postseason team for sure. Now, uh, yeah, especially how they closed out the season. Uh, now, John, uh, I guess from the, the text line and just uh, fans interacting on Mickey's press conference today, uh, I think the one that they've – uh, it was probably eight or nine out of the ten. Uh, the most negative was uh, Mickey's comparison uh, with Dennis Allen to, to Hall of Fame coaches and trying to compare their starts, like the first uh, three seasons. And, you know, like Chuck No, or Tom Landry, whatever. But you have to look at the circumstance. But he didn't bring up, because uh, the Saints aren't his first head coaching job, uh, he didn't bring up the Raiders. And if you look at the Raiders, he's 24 and 46 total. With the Raiders and the Saints, and 16 and 18 as the Saint, okay, but uh, I can't. I don't think you can disre- You can't disregard the Raiders, even though they were dysfunctional in that situation with Dennis Allen. 
Yeah, look, and, he, and of course, that's what ended up happening, and that just shows you what Mickey Loomis thinks about his tenure and, and, and uh in Oakland back in the day is that he just really doesn't matter to him. And so I look, I understand it because again, you've had some things, but some of the things you talked about with the, the salary cap and then the quarterback situation and other things that are going on. I mean, the same things are happening with the saints. I know that they're a lot more stable organization, a way more stable organization, but again, you're looking at some of the same things and similarities. I, I know that they think the world of Dennis Allen as a, as a head coach. And I remember I was reading Malcolm Jenkins' autobiography. He called Dennis Allen one of the most brilliant defensive minds in football that he's ever seen. And so nobody's denying the, the way they're able to do things defensively and his ability. I, I think the biggest thing is you got to be able to produce. And, and some of those things where Sean Payton was a little bit better at in situational football, you got to be able to, to show yourself that. And, and you know, again, to compare those head coaches, you know, another one I might have throw in there was Jimmy Johnson. He didn't have a good start with the, the Cowboys, and he was able to turn that thing around. No, they but, were one in fifteen, John. Uh, John, do you know we played him in nineteen eighty nine? Yeah. We we beat him twenty eight to zero. It seems like we didn't even punt. I think every time, and that was Troy Aikman's first game. Uh, Jimmy Johnson and, and Troy didn't win the one uh, game. Uh, okay, the, uh, it was Steve. Steve Walsh. <laughs> they beat the Redskins. I remember. Uh, 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 no, Troy Aikman. Okay, the Hall of Famer Troy Aikman, uh, he, he was Mike. He was uh, zero and fifteen. Uh, he he didn't even win a game, and and so and that was Jimmy Johnson's first year. And also, when you look at that, but you know, there's no one's patient, and especially right now, uh, sometimes I think fans aren't realistic when they say, "Oh, well, we deserve a championship," especially uh, whenever you now. I know it's a long time ago we won a Super Bowl, but now uh, if there's it's, that's not realistic to me, Super Bowl or bus. When fans start saying that right now, I'm like, come on, first things first. Can we be where Tampa Bay's been as of late? Uh, you know, look, look, okay, I'm talking about like not when Brady took him to the Super Bowl, but after that, uh, look at them winning because, you know, we won the, what, the NFC South four straight years, and now what has Tampa won? Like three straight NFC three South? Three So, yep. and, and then, and now, it doesn't mean they're going to win anything. That's why I just think that's more realistic where we're at right now than saying we're on the level to compete to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl like like the 49ers. I mean, not even close to that, I don't think. No, I, I don't think that either. I mean, just get into playoffs first and show you can consistently get in. Then you can make some of the tweaks and try to. But that's the thing is, and look, I don't want to say spoiled the word, but look, when Drew was here and Sean was here, it, it almost felt like it was an automatic punch in the ticket to the postseason. And, you know, I think recent, you know, getting robbed in, in the championship game against the Rams or having some of those fluke things happen to playoffs after you, I thought some of these teams could have went into the Super Bowl. You know, they could have put together a run. And, and so I, I don't look at this as a Super Bowl-type team. And, and just it's just not possible. It's not realistic right now. And so I, I'm with you. I think there's something that you just got to let go. And this is always a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately league. And, yeah. and, you know, 2009 was great. Is all those types of things, but just temper the expectations. This is a team really trying to figure some things out. You know, Mickey Loomis, Dennis Allen has always talked about uh, that this is the first year with Derek Carr. They've been adamant about defending Derek Carr, talking about the injuries and stuff. So they definitely think Derek Carr is their guy to at least get them into the postseason. They've got some good building blocks. There's some things that they stay shored up. I think they have a chance to really make a good a stance to get into the postseason. 
But look, let me tell you, next year, looking at some of these opponents on there, the Chiefs, the Broncos, the Cowboys, the Eagles. Quarterbacks are um, different. The, the, the quarterbacks are different. And coaching. And yep. coaching. Quarterback and coaching is going to make all the difference in the world for them. John, uh, one of the things uh, I'll ask you, because I think we've seen the last game, Marshawn Lattimore, uh, in a Saints uniform. Uh, I think he's the best cornerback to ever strap on, jock strap in a helmet with, in the Saints history. But I think we've come to that point. Uh, do you feel that way too? And if you do, would that mean Elante Taylor gets moved back outside? I think he feels more comfortable in that outside corner slot. And then you're going to have to come up with money for Paulson and Debo. But you think we've seen the last of, of Marshawn Lattimore with the Saints? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's very possible. You know, again, he wasn't able to work his way off the injury. And, and look, I'll say this about Marshawn. It's not his fault that he got hurt two years in a row. You know, the first year, the year before this one, he was playing out of position trying to compensate for somebody, and he gets hurt in the end zone, and he has to miss all those games. And this year, it was he got rolled up on by a teammate. And so it was just one of those that it's just not – okay, but you look at Lattimore as a player, man, he could just take away half of the field. And I think there were times you looked at this defense that they were lost without a Marshawn Lattimore. And so I I think when you look at it, you got to see, is there a team that's willing to take on that that contract? Are the Saints going to get some type of of compensation that's worth it? You know, I mean, look at what Jalen Ramsey was and some of those other trades that have been pulled off. You think you could get something good to help build the future? That's great. But, again, Elante – you know, he had his struggles in the slot, so that is a consideration. But maybe they feel good about Isaac Yedem because he was a guy that worked with Joe Woods previously. And let's tell you, he, he finished strong. I mean, Paulson was third in the NFL with uh, in his past defenses with 18. Isaac Yedem and Alante Taylor were top 10. I think they were seventh, if I'm not mistaken, with 14, or tied for eighth, actually, with 14. So I think there's some ways to look at it. But I think Joe Woods and Marcus Robinson have done an excellent job with that secondary, and whoever they get in there is going to be ready to play. And if that's not Lattimore, well, you know, I, I, I could definitely see that as a possibility. You know, uh, John, along those lines, uh, you know, you got to get something, you got to give up something. Um <laughs> And you talk about Lattimore. What about Alvin Kamara? Well, what's your take uh, that as far as his market? Uh, you know, if you're trying to maybe get younger and, and now you have to deal with the salary cap, but uh, trying to move up in the draft, you know, you got to give up something to get something. But uh, <coughs> do you think that um, that they'd make phone calls, somebody might make phone calls uh, concerning, like you talk about Lattimore and even Alvin Kamara? Yeah, look, I think the contract situation is a little bit trickier with Kamara, you know. And, and look, I think we're something to it because, again, they weren't good as a run run attack. And, and Kamara had the second lowest yards per carry that he's had in his career. The other one was twenty twenty one, And so he increased his receptions, but it was the lowest output in his yards, uh, yards or catch on it, too. And so, look, Dennis Allen kind of talked about it that, I think he kind of hinted, not not I think, he kind of hinted that Kamara's looking a little bit older. And, of course, he kind of chalked that off to, like, you know, 15 years later, you're not getting out of bed the same way and all those types of things. But, you know, they did not have a good rushing attack really outside of Taysom Hill. And that's just not okay. And you had no Saints running back. The Saints were the only team in the NFL not to have a run over 20 yards or more with a running back. And so I think the offensive line deserves some of the blame in that. With Kamara, I know he can do a lot of things for you. I don't think he's the same Kamara that he was several years ago. 
You know running backs don't last as long as they used to. You don't have the Emmett Smiths that play for so long or the Barry Sanders or all those guys that used to play and was a true bell cow. But, you know, Kendra Miller really showed something. So I think it, it could be a definite possibility that they look at trying to, to get something if they can. But that contract is what makes it tough. But I know Alvin wants to play. He definitely just wants to win. I think that's the main thing. He just wants to win. Right, uh, but, but you know it'd be the worst-case scenario? Uh, uh, Christian McCaffrey 2.0. Uh, when Christian McCaffrey yeah. leaves the Panthers and, boy, he hits the lottery going into the 49ers. We all know what he's done there. Let me run behind <laughs> that offensive line. That That's pretty good in those schemes. Sean, one quick question for you. I think an area to watch this all season, what they do at the safety position with an aging Tyron Matthew and Marcus May, um, you know, he hasn't made any sort of big-time uh, shot here. I think that's a spot to keep an eye on in the offseason. No, I agree. I think Marcus May is out of here. I, I just don't see the I return see on it. He's only played just a handful of games in his two years being here. And so I, I know they love Jordan Howden a lot. I think he's got some room to grow. But, you know, that's one of the players they got by with Lonnie Johnson, Ugo Amadi. I mean, they made more of an impact with them. So I definitely think safety is a position the Saints are going to have to address. And they can probably bring in a vet to, to get to that. But they got to look at Tyron, too. Yeah, no, no question. I, 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 no I, I, I think Marcus May and Honey Badger, they both out. That's yeah. what I think. I wouldn't be surprised. John, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Always uh, great insights, buddy. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. All, All right, John. John Hendricks, Saints lead writer for Sports Illustrated, also the host for Boot Crew Media. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.